0: Welcome back to another episode of the Slain Self-Doubt Podcast. I am here with Stephanie McNeil from the Free to Love Podcast. She is a forgiveness coach. You guys, this is going to be a great conversation. I have talked about this before, that I struggled with this for a very, very long time. Forgiveness is, I still got grudges, so I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be blessed by this conversation. I already know. How are you, Stephanie? I'm doing good.
1: I'm doing great, Felicia. Thanks for inviting me here.
0: Oh, you are so welcome. I'm so excited. So can you tell um, the audience a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got started on this journey to becoming like a forgiveness coach?
1: Yes. Um, So I am, you know, a forgiveness coach, podcast host, speaker and author who is now thriving after experiencing infidelity in marriage and Mm -hmm. being newly single. In fact, it was the um, infidelity that uh, shaped, molded, and was the catalyst for the growth and continues to be the catalyst for the growth in my life. Mm. Um, it eliminated my destiny, and now it's my passion and my pleasure to see people bounce back from things like um, you know, um, infidelity, to bounce back from things like childhood sexual abuse, yeah. to bounce back from abuse, and any other stressful experience, and to forgive those, those things um, that hurt you. Because I really believe that forgiveness is necessary for people to live out their God-given purpose. Yeah. And so that's the reason why I help people go from heartbreak to happy so ultimately that, that they grow and and they have the power and passion to live their their, be- their best life and be free to love.
0: Yeah that is awesome. I um as I mentioned forgiveness is like was a huge thing for me because I felt like I was right in my feeling of feeling wronged right and it took me a very long time to realize the energy I was carrying and the energy that I was putting out there because of my unforgiveness whether it be for myself or it be for other people and so it definitely caused some issues very early on before I even started this whole slaying self-doubt journey that um I, that I didn't realize that was a part of it, right? And so even when you say like forgiveness helps you to be able to walk into your God-given purpose, I'm like, you're absolutely right. Because had I not done the steps for me to be able to forgive either myself or other people, um, I wouldn't have been able to see what was already in me. And so that that is that's a it's a big deal, and it's a it's a daily struggle because there's still some people on my list that I just (laughs) haven't quite gotten. I'm just like, just a little bit more time, Lord, just a little, yeah. I mean, and
1: and what you said, you can be right. Okay. You know, because, okay. Like there's all these different definitions about forgiveness, but let me just share my definition because it gets people so hung up. And I believe if they really understand what forgiveness is, you know, they can let go. So it's basically when someone hurts you unjustly, mm-hmm. you forgive when you overcome the resentment towards the offender, not by denying your right to the resentment, mm-hmm. but instead, okay, hold on y'all. Cause this, I'm going in deep, but instead offering the wrongdoer compassion, mm-hmm. benevolence and love. I, I know, <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. So when we get into talking about doubt, I'll tell I'll come back and tell but, you about this compassion, benevolence, and love. But as you, as you give that, you, you, you realize that the person doesn't deserve
0: it. Yeah. But yeah. for
1: you as an act of mercy, yes. you give it so you can be free.
0: Yeah. Because that's true.
1: when we hold on to it, it ties us to that person.
0: mm. Yeah, that is, that's an old facts right there. Y'all didn't even see, y'all can't see, you know, I'm over here rubbing my head. Like (laughs) I can just feel the energy. Like it came up like through my feet. Like I was like, she's so right, but I wanted to be so wrong (laughs) all at the same time. So how has self-doubt showed up in your journey?
1: Okay. From the beginning. Okay. So how I got here is that Okay. I was experiencing the infidelity. Okay. Mm. That's fine. That's one thing. But what happened is my father passed away in 2012 Mm. and he was an amazing man. He was a community leader, you know, he had, he was suffering with Alzheimer's and so really when he passed away, it was a gift,
0: Mm. you know, because
1: I, it had really diminished the man that he was. Yeah. And so, I had really forgotten who my dad was because i was so used to dealing with him ha- as he is as he ran, with, the, yeah. with the alzheimer's right if mm-hmm. that makes sense for people to understand and so when i went to the funeral i remembered my dad because people were saying all these wonderful things and i was like oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah and so when i got back home i um uh, realized like stephanie yes your dad is gone you took care of him you did everything you could but what are you doing with your life? Mm. Like all you're doing with your life is being a victim. Mm. You are just pitiful, like for real. And so I uh took this spiritual development program called Identity and Destiny because I thought once I learn my purpose, yeah. I'll be ready. I'll be set, right? Yeah. So I discovered through going through that program that I am a minister of reconciliation called to the masses. Mm. Say what? Because <laughs> I'm bitter. I'm, I mean, I you know yeah. i I was a bitter person. Mm-hmm. You know, not only for my 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 ex husband's infidelity, but for my daddy's infidelity growing yeah. up my mother was bitter her mother was bitter Mm. so i'm like god really you you calling the most bitter person that i know to be a forgiveness coach to help people with reconciliation but when i look back on my life my life made sense because oh my gosh that's why i've always wanted people to get back together but me myself i was trapped Mm. and so um you know, I, I I, was like, God, why are you, ca-? like, I was, I'm sure this is what I'm called to do. But I just didn't, I, I, I didn't feel like I should be, because I'm like, yeah. I'm the one that needs a coach. <laughs> I don't need to be coaching nobody.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: And so, you know, I was one of those people going out there co- coaching people, not, mm-hmm. And I was the one that they were pointing their fingers out when they said, well, you know, you shouldn't be doing something that you haven't conquered yourself. I didn't want to do it, but yeah. I felt I had no choice to do it. It was something greater than myself was propelling me. Mm.
0: When I tell you that even, even in this conversation right now, like you are speaking to me right at this very moment, because The reality is, is that when you are called to do something, it's not your choice, right? Like you don't, you didn't pick it, it, you don't want it. And generally it's the thing that you struggle with the most. Like it is that thing that, and that is what connects you to one to rely solely on him, right? Because yeah. you know that in your own strength. I'm not trying to do all that. I don't have yeah. that. I do not possess right. those things. How mm-hmm. do you want me to go out here and tell people that they should overcome that your they're forgi- they should forgive? Or for me mm-hmm. that they should be able to, you know, um acknowledge and overcome their self-doubt and insecurities in order mm-hmm. when I'm still over here nervous every time I got a podcast or every time I have to post something, or if I create a new product, like, oh Lord, who gonna who gonna buy? Who gonna going to do this and they're going to believe. <laughs> right. you, know? yes. and you go through all of these motions but he just continues to use people like you and other things to remind me that no, yes, I did call you and yes, That's you're your awesome. your um you know your shortcomings that you may think are shortcomings or your mm-hmm. weaknesses. is so that I'm, I, so that he is strong so that you, remember, right. it has nothing to do with you. And so it has
1: nothing to do with yeah, you. That, like I
0: said, like that was, that was a whole word for me personally. So thank you. Thank you. So yes. much.
1: Hey, he gets all the glory.
0: <laughs> yes. 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 So as you kind of went through that journey, like, do you know what was like your aha moment that you just was like, Okay, God, I see what you're doing here. What what was that moment for you that was just like, I'm, I'm gonna just have to surrender?
1: Well, for me, I truly believe that we do best in community. Mm, yeah. So I was a part, I am a part of a community called Church for Entrepreneurs. And that's okay. what we are a church for entrepreneurs. And they help deal with these types of issues mm-hmm. with the self doubt and all of that. So, uh, Amos Johnson, who's the pastor, was doing a teaching about Moses. And what he said was that we need to just like all those images that we see about the Ten Commandments on TV are just for TV. That is not what the Bible said. I actually had not read the story of Moses in the Bible myself. But this is the story that Moses was called by God and he did not want to do it nope and he gave all kinds of excuses yep. about i stutter these people are not going to listen to me yeah. like and i'm like i'm in good company right yeah. <laughs> and god and god but but this is the part that i didn't know that moses still never did go talk what happened was aaron was the one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that did the talking yeah and i didn't realize that and i've said first of all i can identify with moses yeah because i just like moses didn't feel like i was called yeah however god was like you gonna do this <laughs>
0: right <laughs> you know? yeah
1: and for me too um even though i was not getting clients the way that i wanted to even though my programs and everything that i put out was lackluster Mm -hmm. i knew that this is what i was supposed to do and i never let up yeah like destiny kept on calling me because i could feel this conversation i'm having with you right now i could feel this conversation inside but it it couldn't come out
0: yeah it Mm -hmm. wouldn't
1: come out i felt it i knew it was inside but i couldn't come out Mm -hmm. you know and so what i learned was that number one i gotta just trust god yeah because He knew all of my shortcomings before he called me. (laughs) And so this is the thing that keeps me going. Like I said, it was the catalyst. So it's my catalyst to keep going. Number two, I had to accept that. After I trusted him, I got to accept, okay, all right, Lord, you call me to do this. I'm gonna do it because it's not about me. I kept on trying to make it about me. It's not about me, but what he's called me to do. And the people that he's called me to impact, yeah, yeah,
0: which absolutely. I didn't
1: believe that either <laughs> until one day. This girl, I was doing this talk at this church, and you know, I was just talking, I was just starting my talk, and everybody else had sat down, and she was standing up, still like hanging on every word, and it made me uncomfortable. And I said, Okay, you can sit down. She says, <laughs> I was just listening and I was like, whoa, I just got convicted right then to say, let her have her moment because I was just talking. I was just, but for her, it was whatever, whatever I was saying was what she needed, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: and I needed to just not make it about me. And see, and then number three is I had to receive it. Once I accepted it, I had to receive it as my own. And so once I was able to receive it, now I'm executing it. And so the onus is still off of me is what God has called me to do.
0: Yeah, you are absolutely right. So as you were telling that story about Moses, I'm like over here looking it up because I was like, there's another part to this story that she that she's talking about and in this scripture that I was like, I, I knew the story because I've I've heard it several times. Um, but it One of the things that I remember, I went and looked it up it's in Exodus 4, that the mm. Lord asked him, what is in your hand? Mm. And he said, a shepherd's staff. And he used that staff over and over and over again to show him every single thing that you're afraid of, it's already in your hand. And I remember mm. my pastor, actually, um, Pastor Keith Battle at Zion Church here in Landover, Maryland, um, mm. him preaching about it and saying that, it's already in your hand what you're looking for is you 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 already have it i i I like Mm. this you what you need you already possess it and so the thing that we are looking for to, to give us like confirmation that this is exactly mm-hmm. what it is that we're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. we're already holding it and it also right. made me think of another uh, um, scripture it's a uh, judges six fourteen. i have it written like everywhere in my house mm-hmm. somewhere and it says um go with the strength you have i'm saying mm. and so i'm always like That's why I said when I have these conversations and I'm doing these podcasts, it's always a reminder that like this isn't about you. It's not about Mm -hmm. what you think that you possess because you don't possess anything. You I'm giving you the tool. Your mouth is my tool. I'm pouring into you so that you can then give it to the people who need to hear it because there's somebody assigned to you. And so if we don't do Mm -hmm. what we're supposed to do the person who's assigned to you who needs that forgiveness in order to be able to break free will not get it mm-hmm. if you don't use what's right. in your hand. And the person who needs to break yeah. free from their insecurities and their doubts and that anxiety will not be able to use what's in their hands. So that's confirmation number two for me have- this week, okay?
1: <laughs> wait, first of all, I'm about to shout on what you just said, you know, because it further like, in, it, it empowers me to know that you know, if I don't do it, it it really is not about me. It's about the people. And it's like, it puts the fear of God in you. Like, if you don't do this, you're holding somebody else up.
0: Yes, that, yes, that exactly, that right there. And I don't want that pressure. Like, I don't want the pressure of, A, holding somebody, even more importantly than holding somebody else up, but I don't even want the, the, like, the pressure of knowing that God has given me something. And, you know, as I'm, you know, um, I I keep saying transitioning, but um, I'll be 40 in, like, two months. And Mm -hmm. so it's like this, I don't know, I feel like I've had, like, grown up a little bit more. It does not seem like it, even in the midst of this whole, like, pandemic or whatever have you, like... Mm -hmm. When it comes, I feel like I'm in a different place and I, I can feel the leveling of uh, That's mm-hmm. not a word, but I'm going to make it a word mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just like, God is like, okay, I'm not going to keep playing with you. And so even mm-hmm. when you say, you know, Moses didn't want to do it and he gave it to Aaron. I was like, I don't want Aaron coming to get my stuff. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because <laughs> if he don't
1: use you, he's, he'll use someone else Yeah. because his purposes will stand.
0: Yes, Absolutely. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. so when I, like I said, this, this conversation was meant for me. These, these other people just listening. That's no, not- it's meant for
1: us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, it's meant for us because here's the thing that people get tied up with, uh, tied up with, and I did too. Mm-hmm is the execution we keep wanting to know how it's gonna be and how it's gonna happen no we need to stop leaning on our own understanding that's why you know in proverbs 3 it says trust the lord Mm -hmm. with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding so when we don't execute we're leaning to our own understanding so we're we're trying to rely upon ourselves to make it happen because the lord told me a long time ago i just want you to speak and write speaking right, speaking right. And And I'm Mm. like, but I need to make some money. No, Mm. I don't even know what he would have given me or how he would have provided for me because I
0: didn't do what he told me to do. Yes. Yeah. You are so, oh man, that is so true. Like Uh, Yes, if y'all, I'm telling y'all, this is confirmation for whoever needs to hear it. If you're not sure if it's confirmation, this is absolute confirmation right now and whatever it is that God has been putting on you because for me right now like that was all of the things that you're saying is just like reaffirming the things that Ultimately, that we already know, right? It's stuff that we already know. But yes. the reason why I do these podcasts and to be able to connect with other women who have um, gone through their own their own journey, but it, the result is still the same. It's all the same thing. Trust God, accept what he's giving you, receive it and execute it. Like yeah. it doesn't get any more sim- simpler than that. Like you, we make it harder than it needs to be. Right. Like absolutely. It, it just, yeah, it, yes, yes, yes. So what have you learned about yourself during this journey that you didn't know before?
1: What have I learned by myself? Um, I don't give myself credit enough because when you, um, when you go through something uh, like infidelity and it it was throughout a 24 year marriage, Mm. I really lost who I am. Yeah. So I had to reclaim myself and before, you know, I was married, I used to be just a real bold person. I've always had a bold personality. Right. But, If you're bold and angry, Mm. that's not a good mix. Yeah, yeah. So I hurt a lot of people. I hurt myself. I hurt my children. Mm. And so now it's just really learning how to um, go forth boldly in the Lord. Because the word says the righteous are as bold as a lion. You know, so I got to be, you know, bold, but I got to be wise as well. Yeah. And so just really... Learning to trust my the Holy Spirit that that lives inside of me mm-hmm. had to learn that uh, you know and learn that when I hear that like that little at the end you, you know you'll be yeah. going out the house and get get an umbrella be like no I don't need no umbrella that's the Holy Spirit yeah. telling you where yeah. you're going yeah. it's gonna rain
0: yeah yeah so yeah.
1: trust you know trusting that I can hear God because what'll happen when you are in an abusive situation it really attacks your trust in yourself mm-hmm. of your own judgment mm-hmm. and then and then the other thing that happens is that you end up not trusting yourself because you tell yourself lies like you say that you're gonna do something and then you do it or you don't do it and it's like whoa I lied to myself yeah. So, can I re- am I really okay can I really make a decision so it's just like really relearning who I am. And so now I said I'm newly single, relearning who, well, not even relearning, learning who I am, knowing I'm 54 years old, I'm dating again, I'm not 25.
0: Yeah. So yeah. who
1: am I now?
0: Yeah. And and even on top of that, like knowing the things that you need, knowing the things that you, that you, like your boundaries, your, Mm like what you, you know, what you, like you said, knowing who you are now. So, you know, what you will, you know, quote unquote, like tolerate what it is that you Mm -hmm. will be able to be. And I think that, like you said, that you're going to have different shifts in your life, regardless of. What it is that you're going through, and you have to be in tune with yourself and have some type of self-awareness, because mm-hmm. the other part is everybody can't go with you on this journey as well. So depending right. on what your situation is, some people got to go, and if yeah. that is that is the the the, the, the uh, eliminate and delegate part of your life, right? You got to eliminate, and that
1: for me is so hard because I know they every, you know a reason, a season, part of. It, Part of the unforgiveness, the bitter part of me that I learned over my life, you learn how to hold on to things. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. So you'll
1: hold on to things that are weighing you down. Yeah. And for me, re- one of my highest values is relationships.
0: Mm. So
1: letting go of relationships, friends, yeah, b- the people, like, that's really difficult for me, but I'm learning how to do that. Yeah. And how you can let them go and still love them.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's really good. So that's going to take us into the next question is about forgiveness. Like um whether it be for no, whether it be in forgiving another person, um for uh you know, relationship whether it's, you know, like an intimate relationship, family, uh parents, your children, yourself, you know, whatever the um whatever the dynamic coworkers, your boss, mm-hmm. like whatever the case may be, um how do we what are some practical steps that we can implement if there's somebody out here who's ready to forgive?
1: Okay. Well, I want to go back to the definition because like I said, um it is one of the most un I can't even think of the word. <laughs> Uh, misconstrued definitions, you know, okay. So I want to break down the definition. Okay. Okay. So unforgiveness or forgiveness, it not, it acknowledges that whatever happened to you was unfair and will always be unfair. Mm. That's okay. Secondly, you do have a moral right to your anger and it is fair to have the view that people do not have a right to hurt you. Mm. And see, I think a lot of times people don't want to be vulnerable to say, mm-hmm. what you did to me hurt me. Mm-hmm. So you lie to yourself, like I'm saying those lies you tell yeah. yourself. you lie to yourself, that didn't hurt. Yeah. Mm. Yes, it did. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. Because you you get to have feelings and even men, I think, women are too, but men mm. especially, mm-hmm. they don't get to say something hurt them.
0: Yeah. Because- yeah
1: you know that men don't hurt you know i have another That's coach she has, a, like we, she has a it's we she has a a whole movement out men hurt too yeah. like you know just giving men the permission to say this happened and this hurt me but we're okay with them saying it made me angry mm. <laughs> wow. but we can't say it hurt yeah cuz we don't want to be vulnerable and we don't want to be transparent but you have to in order to um be able to let these things go and then thirdly forgiveness requires that you give up something that you really have a right with a right to you Mm. really have a right to be angry you have a right to to be resentful you have a right to be bitter but it's not going to serve you so you need to let it go and I'm talking to myself
0: yeah (laughs) no
1: like you say it's a daily it's a daily
0: it's a daily thing no and I think that when you say like that the permission to hurt, uh, even when you wrote it the first time, uh, you know, the, the last part is the part that got me. It was like, yeah, I got a right to be hurt and I got a right to, but sometimes you're right. There's things that happen that we don't give ourselves permission to say, that hurt my feelings. You know, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a big thing, right? It could be something mm-hmm. that somebody did, you know, something somebody said. It may not have been intentional, but if it hurt your feelings and it affected you, you have to be able to acknowledge that, right? And then exactly. if the conversation is necessary, necessary, necessary to to then repeat that then then maybe forgiveness has to come play a factor but I think that exactly what you're saying like having that awareness that things will hurt you unintentionally and intentionally but you have to be you have to know that and be in tune with yourself to be able to say man that did bother me you know Mm -hmm. we're quick to shake stuff off like Oh, you know whatever like I'm not I'm not tripping or it's not a big deal like Mm -hmm. or or in the forgiveness you take the onus off the other person well they didn't mean it like that right yeah and you you take it off of them and then you you you, it's almost like you minimize you minimize your your trauma right like minimize your own self and say oh it wasn't that big of a deal so I'm not gonna say anything I'm not gonna make mention of it but if you give yourself that that space to be able to do it then you don't even have to prolong the the bitterness because sometimes some exactly. of the hurt isn't even attached to the person who actually did it. It's because people before them did some other stuff and they That's caught right. you on the wrong day. That's right. <laughs> and you did it that one last time that broke the camel's back. That's right. Because
1: you, you got all this stuff built up. That's what I think road rage is. <laughs> I <You> agree. <laughs> It's like, it's not the fact. Cause like, dang, people make mistakes. Haven't you accidentally cut somebody off? Yes. But dang, it's not because I know somebody right now today, they are mad at their husband, but they take it out on everybody else mm. and they don't say nothing to their husband yeah. about
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And I say, like, I've seen that too, where you know that someone's going through something and they're, they're projecting, right. And Mm -hmm. it's projecting out on everybody else. And it's just like, okay, this has nothing to do with them, but you're taking it out on us and you don't realize like what you said earlier that like in that, you know, bitterness or in that, um, just kind of space that you're in, you don't really realize how many people you're bleeding all over. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I saw a post a while ago that said, um, I think it might have been unforgiveness or something like that or bitterness or something, but it was just like, uh, like basically something to the effect of like you bleeding over other people who didn't cut you without you yeah. having to acknowledge mm-hmm. the hurt that you have is like, it's seeping out on all these other people. And they only had nothing to do with what yeah. it is that's even causing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we went back to the definition of forgiveness and really breaking that down. And I think that's important because a lot of times we just chalk it up to letting it go with my air quotes, right? And that's mm-hmm. not—that's also not forgiveness, right? Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. these are actionable steps? I would assume that you have to take, yeah, get to that place. What are what? What would be well, like two?
1: My my, I have eight steps. Okay, okay, it's a whole process. It's based on research from the University of Wisconsin. The, Institute of forgiveness, but I've kind of taken you know their process and and added in the scripture because I just believe you know that that's where we get the power from the word. Mm -hmm. And then I have eight stages. It's like debut. That's the beginning. So Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times when a person decides that they want to deal with forgiveness, it's something that you know has been going on for a while. So so has they have to have an introduction. And then there's the dredging, which Mm -hmm. means to clean out the bed of a body of water but you gotta we we hold all of these we hold unforgiveness in our hearts right so you gotta dig up that that hardness Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: it's like you know people get divorced because of the hardness of the heart so we have to you know dig out and and make that heart a little more um softer Mm -hmm. and then decision okay I say all the time, forgiveness is a choice. And then the journey begins. So you got to make a decision to mm-hmm. forgive. Mm-hmm. And then once you make that decision, you got to commit because it's going to be not the easier thing. It's not yeah. going to be necessarily a cakewalk, cake And so that's why step four is the digging. That's when you're cultivating the ground you're plowing, plowing it, you're breaking up and you're breaking up like all of the stuff that happened. You, you, you you and you have to uncover these things yeah and and let me tell you because I had started writing my book before the pandemic started and I had to take a break because I started digging up that stuff I was like, oh wait a minute I mean like I mean I've gone through my forgiveness process but writing a book and reliving it is, yeah, is, is something else yeah you know and I just had to take a break and then step five is discovery. That's mm-hmm. where you're discovering like, oh, that's why I did this. Oh, that's why he did that. Oh, that's why mm-hmm. that happened. You're, you're, you're looking at that. And then after you discover it, what what do you got to do next? And step, step six, you got to let it go. Discharging. Mm-hmm. That's when you're letting things go. You're starting to let things go. And then step seven is demonstration. That's when you're confirming, you're validating, you're proofing, you know, you get to all the stuff that you learn, you start to walk it out. You got to yeah. demonstrate it because yeah. forgiveness, you know, you, you uncover it in layers, but the only way that you can tell whether or not you've forgiven is when you walk it out. And then the last step is step eight, which is destiny. And that's, mm. I believe that that's the part that, you know, people want to start a business. They want to start a ministry. They want to start something, Yeah, but they haven't done the work yeah and they wonder why i can't get past this level Mm -hmm. that's because you got something and i know for me it was god told me if you don't forgive this man that is going to stop your destiny Mm. and when i tell you i constantly get challenged earlier in this week you know and it's like i gotta let it go because you know we still have children at home Mm -hmm. and still decisions to be made and it is it is a conscious daily choice to forgive yeah because once you start living this lifestyle you continue and you'll you'll start to uncover oh snap I forgot I didn't forgive that oh I forgot about that happened you know but we heal on levels Mm. and so as we're ready 'Cause I say all the time too, if God brought you to it it's time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: so when you get to it, it's time.
0: Yeah. So. I think that's a huge that I, I loved every single one of those steps. Um, I think that like going through the process and just really understanding that the process has to be done you can't skip any steps because a lot of times we want to just get to the destination right mm-hmm. and you'd be like oh, okay i'll deal with that later i'll deal with that after i do this and i'm learning in this is that you can't skip steps if god told you to do this that is what you're supposed to do and if mm-hmm. you were out of order with him nothing else will work it will not go the way you want right. it to because you're not even doing it the way you're supposed to. And it also, I think when we talk about forgiveness and, and, and what's interesting is that, um, like I said, I, I dealt with it on a, for a very long time because that, that part about giving up, it, it was that, that part was just like, I'm I, then I would, they win, right. That was what was in my mind. They mm. win if I forgive mm-hmm. them. And it has nothing to do with that because, um, what i had started to realize is that i it, it was doing one of my small groups that we were talking about this whole thing of forgiveness and it came up and i was at the time this was a couple of years ago but i was like yeah i got you know i got people on the list i was like i got somebody's been on my list i was like well, what year is this and i was right like, oh, <laughs> it's been 20 years and then oh, they were like yes. well what what happened
1: do know. you remember <laughs>
0: I don't even remember. I, can't yep. remember. I was like, hold on, give me a second. Then I thought about it and I was just like right. Well I well now I, I do remember, but okay. I don't even care anymore. You know what I mean? Right. So but why mm-hmm. am I still holding on to that? Why am I still mm-hmm. like and then it was just like it was almost like for me at that moment I felt like it was a badge of honor to be like, Yeah, I don't I don't I don't like this person or and it was just like, Well, this is dumb because they've gone gone on with their life. I've mm-hmm. gone on with my life, but I'm still holding on to this. Yeah. And I've read um Sarah Jake's Uh, Robert's book uh, don't settle for safe and so in that book she has a chapter about forgiveness and she had this like forgiveness letter where um, you like insert the person's name and so Mm -hmm. after that conversation I actually took you know I went through the whole process of like okay who are these people that I need to forgive like for myself and Mm -hmm. why am I and and it was a, a for me it was a question of do I need to have a conversation with them or do I just need to take the forgiveness off my heart so the people that I Mm -hmm. needed to take the forgiveness off my heart I wrote the letter and then I burned it and then Mm -hmm. I moved on with my life and now it was so freeing to not like intentionally hold on to that and the people I needed to have conversations with I had those conversations and they also were freeing because it allowed me Mm to be able to tell my truth Mm and how I was feeling even you know 15 years ago it was like well let me right. just tell you what it was and come to find out they were all misunderstandings because we both were going through See? something exactly you know? <laughs> but i tell you
1: i mean if i could teach society one thing and, and I, i'm included we feel uncomfortable dealing with conflict Mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's i mean it's it's so much easier rather than go to the person to go to go to somebody else. Yeah. And going to somebody else is not going to do a thing, but keep you connected. And, you know, I mean, because we're not supposed to go let the sun go down on our wrath, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other part is that neither let, give place to the devil. So when you go to that other person, you're giving place to the devil.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, these are, that was, yeah, it really is one of those things where like, like we both say that it's a daily thing. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to be something that immediately you're like, oh yeah, I forgive you. There's some people that do it and maybe because they've been through some things and they know like now I'm in a place where I can say, if something has happened, I can address it. If it needs to be talked about, I will talk about it. Mm
1: -hmm. But I
0: know the forgiveness is for me right and absolutely it's for the other person but in order for me to be at peace i can't be i can't carry your book bag around because right. like you said it's weighing me down and you're just you you don't even care you don't even know that i don't that's the other part like we mm-hmm. carry this unforgiveness person the person don't even know you don't forgive them and they've moved on unless they you know unless there's your especially if the relationship has kind of like separated a little bit right like if it's a friend or something and y'all just kind of fell or or even not like we hold on to things in relationships out of whether it's convenience out of habit out of uh loyalty right and you could have this underlining like thing that Mm -hmm. y'all y'all both just need to have a conversation and just free yourselves
1: right because another thing that happens is that it'll be a lot of little things Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm and I, I've had that to happen recently. There was a lot of little things that I didn't address. Yeah. And then it happened one more time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you said earlier, <laughs> it happened one more time. I'm, right. I'm going to have to check you, boo, on this time. You know? And, and, and it's like, why?
0: Oh, right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Man. But awareness is the yeah. first step. At least, you know, you, you have to be aware of these things. And then you have the power to do something
0: about it yeah that is that is that's good so do you feel like so one last question do you feel like that I I think that for us right like I feel like we're in a place where we have enough self-awareness for that person who is not yet ready to forgive what what advice would you have them have for them to even get to that place of awareness like some people are just like (laughs) i'm not the wall is up i'm not doing it you Mm -hmm. can miss me with that whatever you know so what would be your advice to them
1: and i'll tell you this is one of the most frustrating parts of my job is getting people to admit to themselves that they have a problem with (laughs) unforgiveness (laughs) because i mean i've had women to be in my program enrolled in program i don't have a problem with forgiveness And those are the ones that had the, you know, the biggest breakthroughs. Right, yeah. So there's a litmus test. And I am in the process of developing a quiz. So you can take a quiz and you can see where you are on the scale, okay? Oh, oh,
0: that's good, right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But um, a real, uh, really quick and easy litmus test is, think about the thing that you are, you know, okay. If you still have negative thoughts, feelings or actions, towards the person, the place, the thing or what happened. That means that you have work to do. Mm,
0: mm. That's real simple. Yeah, that is very simple. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would just say that I would definitely agree with that because a lot of times when you say that people say they don't have an issue with forgiveness, it's because they they've lied to themselves for so long mm-hmm. they're kind of numb to it, right? Mm-hmm. And they haven't really and then they a lot of times we assume it has to be big things right well, you know i didn't right. I, I didn't necessarily you know I didn't get it. there was no infidelity or there wasn't nobody mm-hmm. took anything from me I still have this like they didn't lie they didn't do like you're looking for the big things right right and sometimes mm-hmm. like you said it's, it's little stuff that you mm-hmm. like that person says something negative about you or you were looking for a certain type of support and they didn't give it to you in the way you mm-hmm. wanted to and so now you have something that is something in you that you have to feel so I mm-hmm. think definitely saying thoughts feelings and actions negative thoughts feelings mm-hmm. and actions those are specifics because you may not say it mm-hmm. you may feel it mm-hmm. you know and so that makes that makes a huge difference thank you so much Stephanie this was such a great conversation this was Stephanie.
1: awesome <laughs> so like, how oh, can I people can hang out with you
0: yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so how can people connect with you
1: the best place is my website freedtolove.com that's f r e e d the number 2 love.com. They can find a link to my podcast. They can find a link to my membership group. Um it's called Together She Rises. It is a community of women um uh, patterned like a lioness is pride mm-hmm. which you know we we're lion queens and we we uh we grow together. Yeah we love each other. We support no judgment zone. We heal. Um, and it's just a very supportive community as you're walking through your forgiveness process. Um, and as well, there's some free resources on there as well.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie. I really hope that, um, whoever's listening to this, that this has been, uh, a, a at least a starting point to get mm-hmm. you to the place where you need to forgive and you know another you know another resource or another tool to be able to help you to just like get to where it is we both have the same common goal in mind is to guide you help you walk with you to into your god-given purpose and so mm-hmm. there's some things that you have to be able to break through you have to be able to acknowledge in order to actually do that so we are you know Y'all might have to get, get in with the both of us. So you, y'all y'all get some work to do to get on this other side now. That's right. That's right. It's awesome. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. We end every episode with the serenity prayer and it goes as follows. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference.